I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along You look so cute Shush You look so cute downstairs and they're, they're red and you look like a little one-year-old on Christmas morning. Oh, no, one-year-old is not my aesthetic. It's not my vibe. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just, okay. But so, despite, despite that, you still look like a one-year-old. Okay. And I know it's not your aesthetic, but sometimes you're still a one-year-old. You're a little diaper girl. You're a little stinkums. Let me... Uh, no. We... No. 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 Okay. There's too hold much on. to address here. No. Hold on. Number one, stinkums is maybe the worst thing I've ever heard. I'm going to take that. I'm going to put it... I'm going to put it on the shelf. The shelf... It's sitting here on the shelf. I will get back to it. I'm going to address... I'm going to address my outfit. It's oh. a hand-me-down for my mommy. She used to wear it. In high when school. She was a toddler? No, in high school. <laughs> it's a hand me down. It's cute. It's oversized for both of us, so it feels very comfy mm-hmm. and maybe it looks kind of baby because it's so oversized. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that that's resorted, I'm going to take that. I'm going to put that over here. I'm going to take Stinkums off the <laughs> shelf and I'm going to slap you because that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Stinkums? <laughs> Stinkums? <laughs> so, Who know, wants to be called that? <laughs> you know how we came up with toe sucker as a derogatory term for, like, someone who's really baby? Yes. I think stinkums is up there, too. No, stinkums is too mean. <laughs> stinkums is too insulting. Stinkums is, like, you as an entity, you have no dignity. You, you have only shame. Pride? You have never had pride. You 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 are you are a, a shameful stinky baby, and I do not respect you. I do not. I I don't support that term. I I'm gonna blacklist that term, and and I really like it because of its versatility. You can use it anywhere. You'd use like the word dummy. It's like oh you're such a dummy. It's like ah oh, Chloe you're such a little stinkums. I might attack you. I I looked at you for a second and considered. Diving you and attacking you. Oh my gosh, chill out, stinkums. <laughs> Keep it up. You're the one in the diaper. Start the episode. You can't, you can't be mean to me. You have to be nice or I'll tattle. Tattle to who? To your mommy. She'd support me. She's your auntie. I don't know. Hold on a sec. Hey, Liv? Yes? Mommy. She's being mean to me. So, as a as a uh, big supporter of PogChamp, uh, how do you feel about the nickname Stinkums? You hate it. <laughs> Tell her you hate it. <laughs> I see that face. Cl- the viewers can't Chloe. see that face. Oh, stop being such a Stinkums. So- okay, I need to punish her. Please <laughs> take her upstairs with me and we will put her in a diaper. So... I do think she deserves punishment. Yeah, I do think I'm going to say it from now on. I'll punish you. I think both things are true. I think it's pretty awful, but that means it's for when you're really naughty. 
I'm going to leave. You've been a I'm, bad stinkums. Okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's canceled. Usual bet is canceled for the week. I'm, I'm going upstairs. Goodbye. No. If you don't behave, you're going to be a stinkums with a face. <laughs> I think you're a genius. Thanks. Stinkums is great. Thank you. Okay. You have to come back. She's gone. We're only like five minutes into the show. It's okay. I'll sit here now. Okay, come on over here. All right. Hi there. Okay. Welcome to the usual bet and 18 and up age play discussion podcast. Every week we make a bet and the loser, well, actually just Chloe is always in diapers. I am the big sister encounter extraordinaire, Sophie Elizabeth. You have to introduce yourself. And I doing? am the mommy extraordinaire, Miss Lemon. What are you doing? Well, you left, sweetie. You cannot take my place on my show. I just thought you were going to go make some stinkums real quick. Okay, I'm leaving again. I'm leaving again. Fine. Just tell me when you're done, sweetie. I'll get you changed. <laughs> this is going to be a fan favorite episode, I think. She looks like such a one-year-old in her buddy pajamas. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't look like a little girl. She looks like like oh, like someone who can barely walk holding the banister as they come down the stairs Christmas morning. Exactly. She needs like a big stuffed animal dragging behind her. Oh. You know. Chloe, if you come back down, bring a stuffed animal. We'll see. She could. She has plenty. Okay, so my first topic. <laughs> Since I guess we're doing this. Of course. Um, yeah, so uh, I went to the dentist. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the dentist. If anyone is like, wow, Sophie's lisping a little bit more than usual this episode, I don't know if I am or not, but if someone's saying that, then uh, that's because of the dentist. I'm not more baby. Well, I'm probably a little more baby than last week. The regression is you, cyclical. You're a little more baby every single day. Right. Yeah, it's like the opposite of aging. Uh-huh. This is how time works, right? You become more baby every day. That's my experience for little ones like you. Okay, cool. Anyway, so I went to the dentist, and uh, I'm trying to reframe things a little bit more, like as like a personal therapy thing. So instead of how horrible and expensive and painful the dentist is, I try to find any positives that I can. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm laying there in that chair, and I'm like tilted backwards, and I'm thinking... How can I make a positive out of this person rooting around in my mouth? Mm-hmm. Well, an opportunity presented itself. Oh? <laughs> because my dentist leaned over me, and she's kind of on the side of me, and, like, is rooting around in my mouth, and her boobs pressed up against <laughs> my cheek. <laughs> okay. There's always a silver lining. <laughs> I was like... Oh, yeah. This is like nursing. <laughs> is it? I mean, with the exception of the sucking part and the, uh, I guess, all the other parts, you know, and the milk and etc. But like I'm laying sideways, basically it is ostensibly in this woman's lap because her, her legs are kind of under me with the way her seat is like pushed up against my seat. And she's kind of like 
over top of me, so I'm looking up at this. She was really pretty. She's a really beautiful lady, and I really I like her. She's a she's a good dentist because she doesn't like yell at me for not flossing. Like dentists always yell at me for not flossing. Like mm-hmm. you need to floss. I'm like okay, you're not my mom. So this time, if she would have said it, she didn't. But if she would have, I might have been like, well, you're a little my mom. <laughs> so yeah, maybe you could be my mommy. <laughs> Maybe I would maybe I would have listened. Hey, that's a really good point. I think maybe if dentists treated their patients like babies, then we'd be more likely to listen to them. Mhm. It'd be nicer too. Yeah, because they tend to be really mean cuz they they treat they treat me like I did something wrong for not flossing instead of like trying to teach me good behavior and habits mm-hmm. by flossing. They could be like well, I'm going to come over to your house every night and floss your teeth for you for well, a month so you can that's get That's a little the- threatening. <laughs> I'm coming into your room. I'll show you flossing. <laughs> like you've never flossed before. I guess there's different kinds of parents. <laughs> Maybe some people would appreciate that. Some people are like, oh yeah, I need, I need this big strong lady to come over my house and make me floss. Make me floss, mommy. <laughs> Thanks for the episode name. <laughs> um, but that was the first thing. So I'm uh, this woman's boobs are like on my cheek, and like I'm not like aroused by this or anything, but I do get some slight baby feels. I there was one time I went to the the doctor, and um, uh, I got an exam, and. The doctor put her fingers in a lot of places in my body and for this exam. And I remember getting really, really, really submissive with her because I'm like, no one else has put their fingers in my body like this unless I was a sub. <laughs> so I have some associations. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah. I assume that can only assist in the medical process anyway, so. It made me very cooperative. So I think so. Mm-hmm. Um... Where's your, where's your plushie? Are you going to be good? Do you have a plushie? No. You need to bring a plushie down the stairs with you if you want to look like the little Christmas baby. I'm up the little Christmas baby. Come here, sweetie. Listen to Sophie's story. It's great. Are you going to be good? Are yeah. you? All right. Oh, you crinkle. Okay, so basically what I'm talking about is that I went to the dentist. I remember. And the woman put her boobs on my cheek and I got little. Because <laughs> you're an infant. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but I, 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 I was trying to reframe the whole, the whole dentist thing, try okay. to be more positive, trying okay. to take what I could out of it, you know? So having this woman's boobs on my cheek, I think really helped a lot. I think that actually, no matter what circumstance you're in, if it's, if it's a little bit displeasurable or painful in any regard, mm-hmm. someone should put their boobs on your cheek. I'll remember this. Mama. Next time you get stressed out. Yeah, honestly. I'll just lean over you. My boobs will be right on your shoulder. I'm You'll being, feel so much better. I'm being bullied this whole episode. I... Okay. Although, it might be a little distracting, because then you'll just get hungry. Mama! <laughs> okay, <laughs> listen, listen. Your 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 idea has merit. I I did hear from upstairs your idea of, of having everyone be treated like babies at the doctor's office, yeah. and I think that's a great idea. Plus, then I'd get a lollipop when I leave. Yeah. That's the best part, the sticker and the lollipop. I miss it. I guess it'd be a sticker from the dentist because they probably wouldn't give you a lollipop. Is there I a got candy from my dentist. I don't know if <laughs> You made me need a new dentist. So, 
So I actually I wanna I wanna talk about this some more. So your your main doctor is called your primary care provider, almost right. like a caregiver. Oh yeah. So my so, primary caregiver. Exactly. So I, I think I think that the doctors need to stop dropping the ball so much. They need to pick it up and they need to treat people like the infants they are. Because when whether I'm going to the dentist or the doctor. I've done something wrong. <laughs> I haven't taken care of myself. I have been a neglectful, stupid baby. And and like you said, not flossing. Not- Everyone who goes to the doctor is a bad baby. <laughs> That's what Chloe says. You're naughty if you've ever been to the doctor. Every time you enter a doctor's that. office, said, you are a naughty, naughty baby. I said every time I do, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to take you to the doctor much more often. Um, but no. I, I, I fully think I would be more incentivized to go if they were going to treat me like a baby. If they were going to provide care. So, I agree with you. I think there should be a program where if you have your own caregiver, your caregiver... They, they would go in with you anyway to hold your hand, Exactly, right? yeah. So, I think instead, you would have, like, the dentist be like, Oh, Miss Lemon, you're here. Uh, okay, so here, <gasps> put on this put on this mask. Put on the this this gown. You oh. are going to do the the filling on her teeth today. That's such a oh well whoa well I thought <laughs> I thought we were talking about the doctors. I was oh, like, hey, I is she I'd gonna be... give me a checkup? I don't think I trust my mommy with tools anywhere hey. near my mouth. <laughs> I think I'd do a wonderful job. How hard can it be? I, I mean, might go back people upstairs. People go to school for it. <laughs> I went to school. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's fair. That's a good point. Not for that, but like it's yeah. Hard. Well, I, I'm sure it translates well to every yeah. like math or something. It's just like addition, which I'm not great at, but <laughs> I can do. Okay. I can use a calculator, I, right? Yeah, you can use a calculator for the dentistry. Okay, great. I might have to go back upstairs. No. Okay. So anyway, there was another part of the story that I wanted to run by oh, you guys. Okay. So, again, trying to reframe, trying to change my perspective on dentists. They put this thing in my mouth that was, like, full of foam, and I had to, like, take an impression of my teeth. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yes, I've like had... you bite on the thing, and then it puts the thing in, the, it hardens in your mouth, and blah, yes. blah, blah. Yes, I've had, I've had braces. I've had the, the, the mouth guard things, the retainers that I didn't wear. I remember the horrible, horrible, horrible pink foam that you bite down on, and it forms around your teeth, and you have to have it in your mouth for way too long. Mine and was it's terrible, terrible. yeah. It's terrible. It's maybe one of my top ten worst experiences. So, really? yes, I remember I it. I didn't mind it that much. I have a small mouth. Really? So it's hard, yeah. Because you really act like you have a big one. <laughs> That's that's two strikes. <laughs> One more strike, and I am going back upstairs, and I'm staying up there. Yeah. So anyway, they put this thing in my mouth to take a mold of my teeth, and I'm like, yeah, that's a normal thing that you want a mold of my teeth. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of weird that they want like just. I mean, I, I I'm sure that it has a practical purpose, but I also think there are some dentists that take the molds home and make their own like like oh, this is the mouth of so and so. Like, I'm sure this is, that's I I I I kind of hate the idea of that. I, I, I honestly, I think I hate everything you're I did ask my with. dentist, I asked my dentist, um, like, cause I was curious, like, why did you get into dentistry? Mm-hmm. Like, because I think it's a sin, but like, it's necessary. It's a, it's a necessary sin. Yeah. Re- required sins. And, um, I, I want to know why she got into dentistry and I was like, Hey, what, why this profession? What made you want to do this? And she said, Oh, it's for the people. No, it ain't. And what I'm do like, you mean it's for the people? I'm like, I think she meant, like, she likes the people. Like, she likes the 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 
the people, like the patients, like. But, but they hate her. But not only do they hate her, but she maybe she just doesn't like to talk to people, or maybe she likes to talk at people. Oh, it's the only job okay. I can get the well, set up. Hold on, <laughs> we circle back around to caregiver vibes. A like a, a preschool <gasps> teacher talks at her students. Oh my gosh, you're so right. You talk at toddlers. My mommy talks at me, so it's 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 just. I like do like that. the idea of her being like, "So, have you had any accidents this weekend?" And you're like, "Oh, because you can't say anything <laughs> exactly. with like, stuff in your mouth." And, and she's she- like, "Yeah, I'm sure you did have a few accidents. Have you been wearing your diapers properly? Like, getting talked to when you can't talk back is actually oh. really cool. You know what? I like this. I like I, this I idea. I like this. Man, we're so we're so powerful. How do we come <laughs> up with such great ideas? I can't wait till we revolutionize the world and we're in charge. They should name a movie after you called. Called baby geniuses <gasps> they should have i talked about baby geniuses on this thing <laughs> no i have like big trauma around baby geniuses. you have what <laughs> how do you what do you mean hold what on that? i have to finish my story okay. we can double back okay, to wait, my baby wait, hold geniuses on. trauma that's me picking it up i put it on the shelf okay again. it's right here yeah i want oh it's distracting can you turn it around here i actually have a curtain for the shelf oh that's so much better Thank yeah you. okay but we do um, have to come back to it yeah okay cool so anyway um my point is they had this foam in my mouth and like i couldn't really swallow especially because there was some of it like really back far in my mouth because they were working on like my back teeth uh-huh i and, listen i remember but i couldn't swallow so like I I had a lot of like drool and stuff in my mouth. So oh. when they took the thing out, it just all over oh. me. Like I drooled everywhere. And at like first, a three month old. Yeah. So like it like dripped all down my chin and everything and onto that little bib that they make me wear. Bib. Gosh, dentists are just made for this. Anyway, but anyway. <laughs> So I drooled all over myself, and I'm, once again, reframing. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. I can't believe that happened. That shouldn't have happened. And then I thought, but I'm baby. I'm baby. I'm baby. I drooled all over myself. That's normal for baby. That's so That's cute. That's normal for the baby. Which is you. Which is me. So um, I think that I probably would have been like more validated had my dentist been like oh look at you little drooly baby but she didn't say that now i really want this i think i'd hate the dentist much less yeah i think dentists should be less respectful and treat you a lot more like a toddler yes dentists went to school for like the big the big kid stuff right like they Mm -hmm. they did big kid school for the big degrees yeah and and most of us are are peasants (laughs) that's true we're weak we're weak compared to them so if they have a right knowing things about teeth it's hard there's like 20 of them that's a lot like some of them need i think they need cleaning sometimes sometimes you put stuff in them or on them or around them and they're there for all the food that we're not allowed to eat anyway <laughs> so i think it's a good i think it's a good oh and they the dentist even scolds you for having sweets yeah, so this oh is my, my point. I think that dentists have a right. They have a moral imperative. And once we make it a social norm, it's not even weird anymore. Like, exactly. you go to the dentist and they baby you, it's like, oh my gosh, why did they treat me like that? It's like, of course they treated me like that. It's the dentist. Like, you all, you automatically expect, I go to the dentist and I'm going to get berated a little bit because I never floss. But, but, but if we make this a standard, like, make this the norm, mm-hmm. then that's it. Think about it on the flip side, the praise you get. If you come in with floss, shiny pearly white teeth you've worn your retainer you 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 have a clean bill of health the dentist is going to praise you for being such a good girl and doing such a good job taking such good care of your teeth and and you're going to feel great 
I do have to say that I did have a dentist that I, I went in once and she was really proud of like something that I did and she praised me for it and I'm pretty sure it was because like I floss just before I went in. But <laughs> my point is she praised me and positive reinforcement works so much better than mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like telling me the things I did wrong. Like tell me the things I did right. I'm a I got a I got a praise kink. I feel like I should wear a pin places and be like, You want me to make it you want me to make changes? You need to praise me. Because that's the only way I operate. You're you're wearing your pins. You're praising your baby uh, uh, pins, and your your boss is yelling at you at work, and you're just like, one second, and you just tap, tap the pins. The, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And your boss is like, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. And then they just start they start treating you like a I toddler. I really like all the good things you're doing. These are all the really good things you're doing. But you could improve in these areas. What do you think about that? <laughs> I could improve in those areas. You're right. Flawless. <laughs> okay. Anyway, reframe your fears and try to find the good things in your horrible day-to-day dentist visits. Imagine how your fears can treat you like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the imperative that you can take away from this episode. Should you treat all of your fears like that? What about spiders? Can can you do that with, like, a phobia? Yes, I have something on this. So, I'm really afraid of spiders. I don't like spiders. I mean, mm-hmm. I, okay, I don't like crawly, like spindly spiders. Tarantulas, I don't care. They're fat. They're pudgy. Terrifying. They're cute. Literally cute. terrifying. You're but speaking anyway, terrifying anyway, things. Anyway, spider mommy? Like, think of the spider girl from, like, Undertale, <gasps> but, like, but like as a mommy. She's faster than you. She can bind you up. She's bigger than you. And and she can just treat you like a little toddler. She so, has plenty of arms to do all the things you need. Oh, my, imagine a diaper She's like change a robotic with all the nursery, but as a as a spider. Exactly. Listen, I have a total thing for monster mommies. I think I think there's a lot of value there in the power they have that you don't. As a monster mommy, I think she. <laughs> um, but no, so yeah, I, I I've actually thought about this before, and it does make me a little less afraid of spiders if I'm like. Spider mommy? Also, like, sometimes when I have to do something that is spider-related, I think about, like, the spider from, uh, like, spider with the top hat from, um, <laughs> from Star, Star <laughs> versus the Forces of Evil, and, like, other cartoony spiders, mm-hmm. and that really helps me personally deal with, like, if I see one in real life, like, because I think about, like, little cartoons, and it's, like, systematic desensitization. Yeah. So there's merit there. there you, you use the psych, the psychology words, that means I'm right. Yeah, so I definitely think that turning any fear into baby is going to be helpful for, for everyone. Right. Literally everyone, even not babies. Turn all fears into baby. Turn the fear into baby. Okay, that's, that's that topic. I really. really liked the half of that topic I was here for. <laughs> I liked all of it because I was here the whole time. Mwah. Are you going to behave now if I walk away? Yeah. Are you sure? I was always behaving. You two were the ones who were not behaving. Mm, someone sounds like they made a stink. Watch it. <laughs> okay. I won't. All For right. the safety of our show. <laughs> All right. You may leave, Mama Bear. All right, baby them. bear. I love you. Crinkle, 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 crinkle. <laughs> okay. My mommy has left the room. I am seated. You're going to behave yourself. <laughs> That's me pulling the curtain down. Oh, you God. can see it again. I'm picking it up. I'm uh, taking it off the shelf. Oh, no. What trauma could you possibly <laughs> have with baby geniuses? Okay. I, I vaguely remember this show from when I was, was like, a movie. 
What? It was a movie? It was a movie. Really? Okay, yeah. then I don't remember it at all. I think I'm thinking of something else. I'm gonna get some info on the movie really quick to give you a brief synopsis. Okay, because I think there was a TV show, Baby Genius or something, and that's... It was on Noggin, maybe? And I don't remember it having a lot of quality. I think it was for actual babies. And I did try and watch it when I was, like, a, a, a baby teen, a teen baby at one point, and I did not thoroughly enjoy it. It didn't make me feel very little. So so you, you hit me with what you've got. Okay, so this is basically a movie uh, like uh, Look Who's Talking and Baby's Day Out, where, like, they have, like, the, the dubs over the babies. Okay. Okay? And it's like there's there's these babies that are throughout the thing and they can talk to each other, but the adults can't understand them. But sure, they, like, secret they baby dubbed, language. They get dubbed over. Okay, so this is from this is from a thing on the internet, and it says like the plot of this movie is basically Kathleen Turner plays a woman with a theory that babies can talk to one another. Okay, she funds a secret underground lab run by Christopher Lloyd to crack the code <laughs> on baby talk. All right, this sounds hilarious. <laughs> This already sounds hilarious. Please yeah. keep going. Okay, so her theory is based on this Tibetan belief that children have universal knowledge until they begin to speak because their memories from yeah, I like actually, before fade away, right? I actually do know that, but yeah. So this article says every time the babies talk to one another, something weird happens that makes it look like their lips aren't in sync. Oh. Like talking frogs in TV commercials. See, I don't and like I, that I very don't, much. I actually don't remember I, that part. Uh... <laughs> I, I think I was, like, maybe 10 when I watched it. Sure. Okay? So I have not seen this movie since. I think it would probably still give me a lot of bad fear feels. Anyway, so... Fear? What do you mean fear? Okay, what, so... What are you... Okay, so far, let me tell you what I understand of this movie. Yeah. Let me paint you a picture. Okay. I'm picturing she 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 funds this project with Christopher Lloyd, who's always a mad scientist, yeah. to to understand the baby language. Yeah. He's onto something. He's decoding it. He can't crack the case. Uh-huh. He, he can't solve it. So he comes up with an idea. If she was a baby again, she would be able to help me. If she, We could have a spy on the inside. We could better understand. He regresses her into a baby. I think, that's, I think this is the sequel. Is there a sequel? I think there's two. If, there, if that's the sequel, I want to watch it. Okay. But... <laughs> Anyway, um, so Baby Genius says what happens is one of the babies that was taken for the secret experiment thing. Okay. Um, they took babies? I guess they took babies. They took babies? Well, where are they going to find babies? I, 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 I don't could, know. You pro- they probably stole them, right? No, you give parents money and the baby participates in the trial. I guess that may happen, but they, they live there. Like they, this is. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how. Listen, hold on. The secret government facility science lab experiment okay. is producing like these babies with this universal knowledge that sure. have like all this. Like they, they know that they're being watched and being studied, and they're like trying to trick the adults, and they're basically like these mini baby spies, sort of. Okay. You get so, too close to boss baby, but continue. <laughs> Um, Boss Baby probably takes a lot from Baby Geniuses, which maybe is another reason I don't like Boss Baby. <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway, so this, these, these babies, um, uh, eventually the, some of them escape mm-hmm. and they go to this playground and then they, they, uh, basically get captured, but twist the baby that they captured that was supposed to be this baby genius that they've been studying this whole time uh-huh. is the twin brother of the baby that was actually that baby. 
Now it's a different baby because that baby was also playing at the playground or something. Okay. I'm not 100% sure how much I'm mixing this up with Parent Trap, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure this is what happens. Where in the world does the trauma come in? I'm I'm not seeing it. Okay. So basically what happens is this new sucky baby goes back to the government facility, whereas the other baby goes back to the other facility. And the other baby is like trying to tell the parents like, yo, your kid was taken by the secret facility thing. Mm -hmm. And the other baby was like, yo, I'm not that baby you're looking for, but they can't talk to yeah, the adults. Yeah, because they're babies. Right. So anyway, um, moving forward, everything gets resolved. The babies get their comeuppance or whatever they wanted. I don't really know. <laughs> the babies get their comeuppance? What happens to these babies? I'm not 100% sure on all that part. But anyway, the, the, the family, the, the main protags, uh-huh. get their baby back. The the dumb baby. Yeah, the dumb baby. And the baby's still like, is still a smart universal baby. It's just not a super science baby. Okay. okay? But anyway, the movie ends with finally the parents understanding that this baby has universal knowledge and that they can't really communicate but they want to learn and they want to like love him and all this stuff and Uh as they're talking to him and being like listen we can be we can know everything and we'll be we love you no matter what and blah 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 and like trying to like really connect with this baby this baby goes through the moment in which they lose oh all gosh. of their memories and universal knowledge. And they turn what is ostensibly from a, okay. a universal lore mega baby into a toddler, which I suppose in this case is like a newborn. Oh my gosh. Like, okay. So I understand. I, I, okay. I don't know why I couldn't see it before. It's about ego death. <laughs> The, the baby as all as all good nineteen ninety nine films are. The, the babies and baby geniuses suffer ego death. Yes, that's the implication that you have already suffered an ego death. Yes, I. So not that's only horrible. So not only that, but oh when my I was, gosh. when I was ten, I was just getting into little stuff. And you might be thinking, what, Sophie? You were ten and just getting into little stuff. I was into it when I was two. No, um, <laughs> but no, when I was like ten, I had a uh, a new baby brother, and uh, he was like one or two years old, mm-hmm. and I was like like getting really kind of like into this idea of baby stuff. You're and jealous. Being, like, not even jealous, but like longing kind of so mm-hmm. I, I got really curious so this is where I started like probably my first memories of being really into like maybe I should check out like diapers maybe I should have a pacifier like that kind of thing mm-hmm. which didn't really manifest until probably my early teens but this was like the beginning of that I remember watching baby geniuses and seeing these babies that they're like one two years old and they're super smart and they're super cool and I'm loving it and I'm like man I want to be just like them I want to oh, be these babies no. I want to be a little baby girl and I want to be so cute but also I want to have infinite knowledge of the universe and then at the end when they they lost all their memories and identity and everything about them i thought about how me wanting to be a baby might also be tied to me having ego death and then i got really upset and i had trauma that that sucks yeah so (laughs) my baby stuff took a while to work through um and i still have never seen that movie again because it really frightens me i'm really afraid of it because if I watch the movie again, I don't know what'll happen to me. <laughs> I, I I can't believe I didn't see that it was about ego deaths. You know what? I was going to tease you. I was going to make fun of you for having trauma with this baby movie. But you're justified. You are fully justified. It's understandable. And, and 
shame on them for making a movie about secret <laughs> secret casual ego death. I just, I feel like maybe a children's movie shouldn't be like this. They, they didn't have to end with the ego death. They could have just left it, left it under the table, like under the rug. Like, yeah, it will happen. But, but you get not... to see it. You get to see the light fade from the child's <laughs> That's the worst thing. You in get the to world. see you get to see this expression of understanding and admiration for his parents turn into deep confusion of who are you? Oh my god. Why that, do I care? That's that's horrible. That's like like sucker punch. It's <laughs> I, I, I can't deal with this. It was really devastating. And there's a sequel to this? I think the sequel involves superpowers and I don't think it's don't, a very good I sequel. Don't. That's most ninety sequels. Okay. You know what? I understand. I brought I brought up the trauma topic to maybe mock you and tease you as you mocked and teased me earlier, but Sophie, you're valid. <laughs> Thank you. If only my dentist would tell me that. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I have a topic I want to talk about. Okay, we, we're running long on time. It no, won't... we're not. We're actually doing really well. That's thirty-five minutes. Yeah, thirty-five minutes is a normal amount of time. We're supposed to be a thirty-minute show. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're running a little long on time. Yeah, you just yeah. What's up? Okay, okay. Make it quick, Chloe, because Something this is a half hour show. I, <laughs> I was reading Academy uh, B recently. Yeah. Uh, a story on on the DD forums. Yeah, it's it's got it's got baby smut. It's good. Uh, the main character in it. I'm not going to spoil it, but it, it it deals with a lot of crawling. And I uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Oh my gosh. But in the back of my mind, all I could think was. Her knees must hurt so bad. <laughs> I can't fathom how much her knees must hurt. And it made me really, like, wishful that I could crawl like that. But you can't because your knees hurt. Because human, grown humans, even, like, like young grown humans, we have solid knees. Whereas babies don't. So our knees hurt There's from crawling. There's also more going on here with just casual, like, weight displacement. Yeah. Like, as an adult... You have so much more weight. This is the reason why, like, monkey bars suck so much as an adult. Or, like, why, um, I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure every adult goes through this. But if you're ever in a baby bouncer as an adult, <laughs> it's not the same. Because it your your body weight versus gravity, mm-hmm. like, it pulls so much it's, down on you. And really hurts those well, points where you're, you're holding yourself up on the ground. Yeah, it's why you can't just scale up a baby bouncer. Because if you take the same materials and scale them up, they won't be able to support. Even though their size is increased, the, the tensile strength of the, the materials and their elasticity, it's it's not enough to match. Which is what it's we're not. Really... It's not even that. It's that it hurts. Yeah. You, you don't realize because when you're a baby, you weigh so little that you can be put in a baby bouncer and literally suspended from your crotch and it barely matters. But mm-hmm. even in a diaper, as an adult, it's really uncomfortable to be pulled up by your crotch. Yeah. You, you, you need you need a totally different design to yeah, work on. It's a whole thing. Um, which just makes me sad because I can't crawl like a baby and and i i'm not really a crawler but but well, sometimes in that outfit but sometimes i want to be and and it makes me sad what are what are your thoughts on this um i don't crawl and i think the reason i don't crawl is because it's uncomfortable when okay so here's the thing it's like okay maybe you just want to be a standy baby you know yeah. maybe you just want to stand but a lot of caregivers aren't as tall as you. Oh, yeah. Or, like, maybe even if they are, like, this discrepancy could only be a few inches or not inches or anything. And, like, then, like, you're as tall as, like, the counters. And yeah. it changes your worldview. It changes the perspective of, like, being baby. Listen, I can... There's a couple things here. 
I can fully say my little field from height discrepancy doesn't kick in till at least like six inches to a foot difference. And like, like I'm, I'm already five, six. There's not that many people who are that much taller than me. My mommy's shorter than me mm -hmm. sitting on the floor and crawling and stuff that kicks those little vibes in. Also playing, you have to like sit on your butt at all times. You can't be on your knees and reach over for something like a baby because it'll hurt your knees. And that bothers me. It frustrates me. Okay, so I think that I think that where this topic is going is clearly crawling is not designed for adults, but yes. we still want the baby feels. Yes, right. It's tackling the problem, so solving how, the problem. How do we? How would we do? How would we go about this? So, what what are our goals? One, don't stand. Standing yeah. is wrong. No standing, standing is the bad for this. Yeah. Okay. Don't scoot on your butt. I don't. I think no that's, scooting on your butt. Listen, you can a little bit, but if you're traversing the house via butt scoots, I don't know if you're getting them little vibes. Okay, I I just came up with my first solution to the problem. Oh, okay. I want to make a bet on it. Okay. Okay. We're each gonna come up with a solution to the crawling problem. Okay. Okay. And what this is gonna be is we're gonna we're gonna pitch our ideas and they're gonna vote on it and whoever whoever says that oh yeah that's the thing that I want to use to solve my crawling <laughs> problem that's gonna be it. So. There's only, I feel like, really two solutions, maybe one. So I feel like I'm walking into a trap here. Judge, based on your face and your looks, I feel like I'm walking into a trap. But I'll take the bet, I guess, out of out of sheer curiosity. So, so okay. here's usual bet. You'll have to tell me if this is your idea, I guess, because this is this is my idea. Okay. All right. I suggest all babies have little scooters. <laughs> hey, hold on. Hold on. Hold Let on. Let me finish. So, littles can just buy very cute. Maybe they're maybe they're patterned or maybe you can get like different replaceable like pads on them. So okay. like like they they have some cool like like maybe you can get some that match your diapers. No, no. And hold blah, on. Blah, blah. You're you're going too far. What does this even look like? Okay, so it's you're, like you're telling me you know in gym class, the little the square the thing? little square things you're talking that about you the little square on. things in gym class? Uh -huh. Yeah. So now okay. I want to turn that into like a pseudo tiny little baby ottoman. And what this, it's padded, it's comfortable. And basically what you can do with it is you can kind of sit on it, but it's really low to the ground. So maybe like uh, six, seven, eight inches off the ground total. And you sit on it. It's like a little cushion. It's really comfy and you can sit on it and you can wheel yourself around by kicking your feet or you can flop down on your tummy and you can like push yourself around the floor. Okay. I, I have a couple things to say. Yeah, yeah. First thing, most importantly, you just de-invented the baby walker, <laughs> that the walker that you sit in and like and like roll around in yes. and everything. You de-invented yes. that. All right. I wanted to take something <laughs> that existed for baby and think that was made to turn people into grown-ups. I want to make one that turns people into okay. babies. So instead of the baby walker, what we do is the baby crawler. <laughs> and this is just like a cool little mat or you know what even if you wanted maybe there could be an attachment that mm -hmm. turns it into like a tiny little seat so it kind of feels like you're in like a car seat or or something or like a baby swing it could have that kind of vibe to it um but i really love the idea of it having like a little pillow on the top where you can lay on on your tummy because one of my big things is i would love to lay on my tummy when i play with toys you want you want but tummy I get too time. uncomfortable because yeah. it hurts my neck but if i was elevated like eight inches off the ground i think it would be better <laughs> It also, okay, so this also means that you can lean on your elbows and on mm -hmm. your knees, but because so much of your weight is supported on your yeah, tummy, yeah. it actually just, like, you're not okay. even going to feel the, the stress on your elbows so, and knees. Also, this is bad for people who might have elbow and knee problems. Like, 
a lot of people have knee problems, and like this would alleviate that. So I'm solving for I'm solving for X. Sophie, and X is baby. Sophie, you are reinventing the wheel here. Yeah. Okay. Is that your pitch? A baby, a baby scooter. Yeah. Okay. It's it's, it's the baby crawler. It's I'm yeah. I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. I'm just going to say the obvious solution to the crawling problem. Okay. Knee pads. Not just knee stupid. pads. But like patterned cutesy knee pads. But your knees still get tired. Well, okay. I don't know. I, I guess I've never used, used them. them. Exactly. We haven't used them. I was going to get around to talking about them. I had a whole thing. So what this does is it basically turns every surface you're crawling on into a plush carpet. You know what? Right? No, I changed my mind. I think knee pads are too obvious. I think... That we're comparing apples and oranges here. I'm going to pitch a crazy thing like you. What do you mean a crazy thing? A crazy thing. My thing thing is perfect. All right. What if, what if you just replaced all the floors in your house with like really, really squishy, comfy floors? Then you could crawl around happily and sink in and it would be like a knee pad for the entire floor. So it's like a bed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like mattress ground. Yeah, but kind of like foam, kind of. And maybe that maybe it's foam tiles, and they're easily replaceable. Foam's cheap, and, and you just crawl around your house, and then when you're walking, you, you, you wouldn't have, like, foot strain and everything. You just walk on it, and you, it wouldn't be a problem, and it, the whole place would be comfy. And you can, there could be a service that re, refloors your whole house with, with, with baby squish pads. Okay, so I run into a few problems here that I want to run by you. Sure. So a problem that I now realize with my idea is that you need <laughs> hardwood, you need hardwood floors, floors or tile or laminate. You or cannot have carpet. Kind of, yeah, carpet probably wouldn't work super well. With, well, no, okay, on your tummy, like tummy time, it would work. Fine. Sure, just but, not the rolly, but bit. not the rolly part. Um, maybe isn't there like a carpet one, like where like something moves across, like glides across the carpet, like uh, like like ice skates, but for a carpet. Isn't that a thing? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. It might be a thing. <laughs> if so, then that can be an option too. My point is, um, with yours, these foam pads, alternatively, can be bad for adults. Squishy floors that don't have good, like, footing to them can Mm -hmm. be hard on adults' knees who have to walk across it. Okay, so that would cause full-time crawling. So, this would be very good if your caregiver didn't live with you, and you had a full-time crawling regime... Okay. That's not the right word. <laughs> regimen. <laughs> Full time crawling regime. I do love the idea of a regime for crawling now. Anyway, um but yeah, so um that that's that's my big complaint with that. Okay. I I wanna I wanna I wanna say that that's an acceptable that's an acceptable problem with the product. I, much in the same way yours requires requires like hardwood or rolly floors, I think that's also an acceptable problem with the product. Like they're not universal solutions. If so, you want a universal like like oh I'm not gonna really commit to crawling, you can wear knee pads, and then that's fine. But like if you really want a, want a, a full experience, I think our our solutions are the way to go. Right. So another problem I have with your version is um, you got a lot of problems with my version. I didn't. This, I didn't this really is bring the last up. one I have, and then I you didn't can bring, bring up a problem. problem. You can bring up a problem with mine, <laughs> but um, pets. So a big reason yeah, why I don't just destroy keep destroy it. Yeah, like the reason I don't keep foam tiles, like like the the puzzle block standard baby tiles, 
all over the house, which I totally would. It's because kitties. Our cats tear that stuff up. That's true. It's like they treat it like a scratching post. Even when we have scratching posts, they're like, this is a very scratchable material, so they scratch it. I wonder if there's a way, or if there's like a material that's, that's stronger than foam, so that cats can't just tear it to pieces. I but it's still squishy. I'm not sure. Should I we... know there are things like kind of like that, but then you wind up with like them still being really uh, stiff, I guess. And then like, mm-hmm. how much good are they doing? Is it really how much squish do you really need to support the entire weight of your body on four points? What I mean, I guess question. we we support the entire weight of our body on two points. That seems to work fine, but. Yeah, anyway. Uh, I don't know. But, like, yeah, it's definitely something we would have to look into. I agree. I This is my plan. It's a it's a reflooring service. It's uh, Crawler's Cares. That's that's my reflooring service. Love it. And uh, they come and they refloor your house with, with foam, foam, replaceable foam mats that, like, like link together and everything. And, and you can just crawl around your whole house like baby. You could just do one room. You could do a playroom and then have a, a, a comfy playroom that you crawl around in. Or you could have your Airbnb house uh, retiled oh, with all these. that would be good. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. Do you have any problems with mine since I, I did bash yours? So I will have I think, to give you... This is an allocated time slot specifically for you to come at me. You know, I think I already came at you. I yelled at you about... Uh, de-inventing something and and reinventing the wheel. So I think I've already gotten Personally, my... I think the wheel's, like, highly inefficient. <laughs> but listen, we're in the future. I feel like we should switch to spheres, right? Okay, actually, I'm with you. In all, like, like early 2000 sci-fi movies, they were driving cars with, like, spheres for wheels. And so I've been wondering... multiple directions. Exactly. And I've been wondering, where are my sphere wheels? Come on. Right. Come I mean, I guess it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a wheel. It'd just be spheres. So I feel like, listen, part of part of growing and and getting older and getting getting wiser is um, is taking a look back at the things you've made and thinking, can I do better? This is why artists do redraws of stuff, and I feel like, as a society, we're at the point where we need to reinvent the wheel. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I have a couple more things to say on the crawling topic, now that we've got the bed out of the way. So, crawling, really good. Like we said, it's really baby. Um, I love that it puts you at a lower vantage point Mm -hmm. than than everything, and you feel so cute and small. For sure. Um, Also, I'm pretty sure it's good for your back. Most most what? is yeah. it? So I, I I read a thing and I, I don't know the the like correctness of this, but I read a thing that a lot of human back problems come from because we're not spines aren't really built to be straight up like ours. Like if you look at most mammals, they they also have spines, but they 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 don't really have spine problems except like a wiener dog because because they don't stack their like vertebrae on top of each other. They 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 they're they're horizontal. And and so I have to imagine not having as much pressure on your on your whole your whole spinal column, that's gotta be helpful. So switching full time to crawling could be good for your back. I'm not a doctor. You know don't, what? Don't don't do that because I said so. <laughs> I like this idea that like as human beings we're allocating stat points and we're like, ooh, I've got a terrible back, but my knees are fantastic. <laughs> I'll just crawl around for a few years and then I'll have I'll have a balance between bad back and bad <laughs> knees and all of it'll be manageable. I I I I really I really do support crawling and I honestly 
I want people, people who are crawlers, to, to write in to the usual mailbox at gmail.com. Tell me your experiences. I Should I get a pair of knee pads? Do they really help? I feel like I feel like maybe they don't, but I haven't worn they knee pads as an adult. They mess with the aesthetic in my mind. They eyes. do mess with the aesthetic. I mean, I guess it depends on what aesthetic you're going for, because if you're going for that like bratty little kid aesthetic, then knee pads actually make mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Which, the like, rough and tumble aesthetic that I go for, they, they Yeah, work. they probably would fit for you. Yeah. Are there are there cutesy knee pads? Is that something we can solve for? Like, princessly knee pads? There's gotta be some cutesy knee pads out what there. What if... What if your knee pads had like ruffles on them? Like, like, oh, that like, would be okay. Cute. Think of it. You got the central pad, and it's got like a cute little crown, and then it's got ruffles flowing down the the rest of it. Would that would that fit your aesthetic? A little more, but, but would it be like, enough? I don't know. I'd have to test them. That's a real. It's a really good idea. And uh, does it take you out of the scene to put on some knee pads? And how much is? It? I'm sure you could make it part of the scene mm-hmm. if you tried hard enough. I agree. In summary. Crawling good. Also, I'm not sure people should let us keep coming up with these usual bad ideas. I feel like at some point, someone has to stop us. But until someone does, until someone takes that initiative to get away with it. <laughs> it's like that saying about, like, all you have to do for evil to exist in the world <laughs> is let bad people do bad things or something. All you have to do, all you have to do for bad Sophie and Chloe ideas to exist in the world is to allow us to persist. Yeah. And we thank you for allowing us to persist. Okay, is that episode? That's episode. Okay, uh, thank you all for listening to our show. We really uh, deeply appreciate it. Um, if you want to wait a minute, I will click on this thing so I can make sure that I do all the sign-offs properly. (laughs) I really appreciate your your patience and your waiting. Thank you. If you want to vote on this week's bet or support us or get our mini episodes, you can join us at patreon.com slash sophieandpudding. Where else? Subscribe to our.adult slash sophieandpudding. You can also find us on Twitter at theusualbat. Um, Chloe said earlier, but, uh, our email is theusualmailbox at gmail.com. It's also in the description. Thank you, Mimi, for helping with our theme song. Thank you, Juice, for our wonderful cover. You can find him at patreon.com slash juiceboxart. We can't do Spanx for Kimmy. She's no, not here. She's not here today. Okay, we'll do one one shame because she's not here. Single shame. Single shame for Kimmy at bby-kimmy.tumblr.com. Um, and that's that's it. We're that, done. That's We're us. We're signing off. We did it. Did it. High five. Awesome. All right. I'm, I'm going to go upstairs for real now. Yeah. You got to take care of that stinkums. <laughs> stop, 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 stop.